What are we all doing this weekend? Uh, I'm still working on that death ray. Ah, uh, still. <laughs> you know, it's not easy. You gotta find a mountain, you gotta get permits. Well, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. What about you? Ah, uh, you know, just a lot of howling. You know, I like mm. to just howl. You know, just a little bit of me time. You? Uh, I'll be summoning the apocalypse. Oh. Oh, and the twins have soccer. I'm bringing the orange slices this week. That's what I do. <clears throat> Hello. Sorry, kids are going bananas. Satellite dish went out in the rain. How can they sell something that doesn't always work in the rain? It's gonna rain eventually, right? You know what never stops working in the rain? This guy. I'm out there, sure. rain or shine, harvesting souls. You come with me. You come with me. Shouldn't have touched me. This is Bill Farmer, the voice of Goofy, and Austin Paul here with the Blake and South Show. Stay tuned. This is Tad Stones. Hello, this is Jim Cummings. I'm calling to say hello to my close personal friends, Blake and Sal. This is Eva Lee, aka the baddest bitch in the building. Hi, this is Kevin Eastman, co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, of course we are. It's the Blake and Sal Show, and don't forget to remember to tune in and watch it with your ears. Pretty cool. Stay tuned or you might get DQ'd. And you are listening to The Blake and Sal Show, the most dangerous podcast on the internet. For And I'm not even supposed to be here today. And you are listening to The Blake and Sal Show, of course. Unfortunately, Sal wasn't here when I recorded this. So, Blake, you're the best. Gorsh. Blake, without Sal, is like the turkey without the stuffing and you can't break tradition. number 171 of the number one most downloaded show on Building the Void Podcast Network, the Blake and Sal Show. I'm Blake. Let me bring on my co-host, the man who's laughing at that intro because he did not know that was coming. Sal, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you? Not too bad. You didn't know that was coming, did you? No, no idea. Yeah, I got alerted that by the boss that we are the number one most downloaded show on the network, so why not brag? <laughs> I guess we deserve that car now, huh? Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> what are we opening up the show with? Uh, we will be previewing uh, everyone's favorite WWE Great Balls of Fire. Great uh, Balls of Fire. Uh, yeah. 
Thank you. Uh, have some earthy talk on Big Brother. Uh, some NHL movement and uh, and and, and oh, and look at the new day and the Usos. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire! The last week of all this, I get to do this one more time. That's today. <laughs> what song are we opening up with? Uh, that was Weezer, and that was their new one. Uh, I thought it was appropriate. It's called Feels Like Summer. And it feels like summer in this room right now. I am boiling with like two fans on me today. It's like yeah, hot out Same today. Here. What the fuck? It's very, very muggy today. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went out to get, I went out bringing CJ to summer school, and it was fucking hot out. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let me um, cut this because I do want to get this out of the way. Help support the show by shopping through the Amazon links on the BlakeishouseShow.com. Sal, what are these week's featured items? Uh, we have, uh, of course, uh, The Face of America, whose DVD slash Blu-ray came out on Independence Day. We have uh, Fight Owens Fight. And, uh, oh, we also have the Scrooge McDuck Funko Pop. Yeah, I got a link to the, the pre-sale one today, up for that today. So I was actually excited Ooh. about that. Ooh. So I, I do Ooh. want that. Yeah. <laughs> so put that next to my Darkwing Duck Funko Pop I got for Father's Day. So, <laughs> so, yes. so that's pretty cool. But the, um, actually, I saw the doc, I saw the commercial for the documentary during SmackDown for the uh, Owens DVD. I'm like, that looks fantastic. Mm. <laughs> it, looks, it looks so good. I'll wait for it to come on the network, though. I'll wait for it to come on the network and watch the documentary there. But no, I, that does look really good. So, but if you're if you're a completist like some people are, go pick up the DVD through our link. Yes. So please. Now I'd like to make official and make this announcement. It was announced last week during the BCW breakdown, but I'll make official announcement here. August third, I will be live at State Fair Park. A live show. Nice. Eleven a.m. Central Time, noon Eastern. I will be live from State Fair Park inside. The convention area where the live BCW Bruce City Wrestling Show will be taking place at noon central time. They do two shows. I'll be definitely attending the first one. I'm not sure if it's not going yet. Depends on timing. But me and my Frankie is, is excited because we're going to be doing a pre show. Nice. For one hour. I don't know even know who I'm talking to yet because he hasn't announced anything yet. So. Who's the, uh, the pre show match? Is it uh, Enzo and Cass? <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually, no, it's funny. This, this is going to be a fun pay-per-view we'll talk about later. But no, all seriousness, I'm looking forward to the State Fair show because, like, last year, we met a whole bunch of legends. I talked to the Rock and Roll Express. We got Awesome Kong to do our intro and all the fun stuff last year. So you never know what we're going to do this year. So weird shit happens. Weird shit happens at these State Fair shows. Um... I, I literally watched one of the... What was it last year? Getting the... Doing a freaking, like... Um, what was it? A member of the... I can't think of... The Bushwhackers. A member of the Bushwhackers. Bushwhacker Luke. Doing a walk... A run around with kids. Collecting kids around the ring. Like at the fucking 80s. <laughs> last year. <laughs> Weird shit happens at these shows. I look forward to it every year. So, that's that. I'm excited about that. Let's run this quick spot and we'll get into our show. Okay. everyone, it's Mandy, and when I'm not playing Mrs. Blake, or Dean Ambrose's biggest fan, or, spoiler alert, Olga, I can be found on mkemomsblog.com. There are 30 amazing women in the Milwaukee area who make up the MKE Moms blog team, 
and we're all passionate about giving back to the community, about life, and loving our families. You can find us over on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, or at mkemomsblog.com. Please check it out and support us. Thanks! Oh, so I forgot to put this in housekeeping for the day's show. Um, we were ta- I was talking to you about this a couple weeks ago, but taking some breaks during the summer due to, due to mm-hmm. life and just busyness this summer. Next week is that first week off for us. <laughs> the boss is in the studio with me. I had the boss with me, David, going <laughs> on mm-hmm. the show. And we did it in about almost an hour talking about our, our, our love for radio, our history with podcasting. It's kind of an origin story for me and him. It's actually a really good show going up next week. Also, later this summer, these haven't been recorded yet, so I don't want to, like, spoil what's going to happen this summer. But, Sal... You and maybe one other person will pop in this because we've had such a new audience since our last show of this. But the return of P and P later this summer. Ooh. Later this summer, and that's all I'll say. Later this summer, <laughs> it's on the docket. It is on the schedule. Just we guys got to sit with microphones and do it. Nice. <laughs> so yes, the return of that later on this summer. <laughs> so all right. That being said. So what did I miss? So, Sal, 4th of July went down this week, and um, I went to the movies. <laughs> it was a family <laughs> movie. A family movie. Well, last year we went on Memorial Day. Last year on Memorial Day we went to see Angry Birds. That was last year's movie. <laughs> this year we went to go see Cars 3. Okay. How, how much of a fan of the original Cars are you? I love the original Cars. I love the original Cars. How about the sequel? Uh, I hated it. I'm not gonna lie. I hated it. I hated it. Too much Mater for my personal taste. Not a, I'm not a fan of the movie. I don't like the fact that we had a slapstick comedy movie for two damn hours, and it, I don't. I didn't understand the whole um, the, the whole like other story going on in that movie. That made no sense. All we have a body count in a freaking cars movie. I will never understand. <laughs> An argument I've gotten into with Kyle over and over and over again. But anyway, he even, his argument's been you can have a car, a, a, you can have a body count in Incredibles, but you can't win in Cars. I'm like, Incredibles is a superhero movie. It's a superhero movie. It's a different story. <laughs> but anyway, Cars three. If you enjoy the original Cars, you will love Cars three. <laughs> nice. This is the sequel that Cars two should have been. This is what it okay. should have been. It, from beginning to end, it felt like, let's just forget Cars 2 ever happened. Never, just forget it happened. It's like in the X-Men universe, where they kind of went back in time, like those movies never happened. <laughs> Same mentality. It's like, it never happened. Lightning's <laughs> older. He's now a seasoned pro. <laughs> and now we're going to show a story. You're going to have a story about being old. About getting old. That is the story of Cars 3. Getting old. Okay. It's definitely a realistic story, especially with the whole thing going on with um, Dale Earnhardt Jr. retiring. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this wasn't timed because obviously they made this movie before that announcement. It was good timing, though, because it felt like a right. little bit drawing off real life of what's going on in the real world with that. That was well done. Overall, though, I give it a, oh, my God. It was emotional as hell by the end. Really emotional. Really well done. The ending surprised the shit out of me because I didn't see it coming. I'm not going to spoil it, but I did not see it coming. 
<laughs> but I'm um, well done all the way around. And what's cool about it is everyone that you didn't get to see in the first, second movie, like all the side characters that you love in the first movie, they're all back in this movie. Okay. Everybody's back, including um, Doc Hudson. And that's all I will say. Okay. He's back in a big way in this movie. And it doesn't make any sense. It makes absolutely no sense how they pulled this one off, but they did. I guess all the credit were pulling this one off. Great job. Fantastic job. So I just want to give credit where it's due. That was a great movie. So see it. Everyone should see it. I, I don't want to see a Cars 4, but I definitely want people to go see this one. <laughs> I just don't want to see it. I, I, I look at the Skywalkers from Neverland listening to their show, and I, I waited to listen to their Cars show because I knew they were going to spoil things because I waited. And I listened right. to them, and they're like, well, we should have a Cars 4 now. I'm like, no, no, end it now. End it now. <laughs> don't do not do another yeah. movie after this. Don't. It ended great. <laughs> so. Yep, yep. All right, well, moving on. Big Brother, Sal. What the fuck is going on yes. on Big Brother? What the fuck? Okay, quick note, quick note. We are recording this on a Thursday morning, so we don't know who's being evicted this week. But yes. not, what, not the, what the fuck is going on on this show? We're two weeks in, and all hell broke loose on this damn all show. All hell broke loose after the first 12 hours oh of them actually being in the house. We're two weeks in, we've already had somebody leave the house. We've had a weird immunity thing like we're on fucking Survivor. <laughs> weird shit going on. And we have a I we have a dead of temptation that looks like out of Fifty Shades of Grey. Like what <laughs> the fuck is going on here? <laughs> I love it. I was a little skeptical, um, but when 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 they announced this whole Summer of Temptation thing, I said, okay, okay, we can go somewhere with this. I am obsessed with the Den of Temptation. <laughs> I, I, said, I want that to. I want that to be my room. I want that to be my bedroom. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> it's been no. It's been it's been actually a really good season so far. I think the chemistry between the cast is very very good. Uh, really you know, you have your people that <laughs> yeah, you have your people that you don't like, and you have your favorites, and I have mine. And um, but everyone seems to mix pretty well as far as like casting is concerned, so I think they did a really good job this year. This, this is definitely one of their better starts to a season. By far one of their yeah. best starts. We've had two yeah. weeks, like I said, we've had one of kind of semi-eviction. We're two weeks in, we're down to our third technical, this is our first official eviction, right? Is our first official eviction? This, this is the first, first official eviction and then, yeah, we, this is the second technical. total because we had a self-eviction. Yeah, well, this is technically the third person leaving the house. Oh, well, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, you're right. the third person right. leaving the house. Because the first one, I don't count that as an eviction because it was so random and weird. And then she walked. So I was like, wow. What? <laughs> this is the third. Yeah, this would be the third eviction, but the first official. Official, how to household, traditional, yes. mm -hmm. do everything the fashion way, except for Paul wearing a pendant and fucking everything up for everybody on Westside Show. Oh, my God. What? His face. Who's the Cody? So Cody, right? Or Cody. His, Cody, I the can't look on his face was amazing. It's like 
motherfucker. <laughs> How nobody cursed in that moment, I will never understand. Because it's pre-recorded, so you can bleep it out. How did nobody curse in that moment? Like, <laughs> like I wouldn't have blamed anybody. <laughs> it was a great moment. And I'm not even a fan. I talked to you about this, and you yelled at me. I'm not a big fan of the... Um, Past house cats coming back into the house, veterans coming back. I'm not a fan of it. I never have been. Mm-hmm. But Paul threw himself as a prick this year, which is a good thing. He's an absolute <laughs> prick this year. Oh my God, he's amazing though. And I, I, I'll, I'll admit I'm rooting for Christmas, but I don't think she has a chance in hell now after this week. <laughs> I know, I'm kind of upset. So I know who's your, who's your favorite then? So you told me, but tell everybody else. Uh, so every year, um, friend of the show Jessica, my best friend, and I. Uh, we have this thing where at, by the end of the first episode, we have to pick our top three. And this is our top three that we think is going to actually win. So originally I had, um, Megan. I had the three M's. I had Megan, Matt, and Mark. Oh, Megan. <laughs> and the whole fiasco with Megan happened. So, uh, to be fair, Jessica, let me pick somebody else. Which is good. So actually, can't control that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would love to pick Paul, but, I mean, strategically, it's not very smart because I don't think he'll win. Um, so, Christmas was my fourth person, so now she's in my top three. Yeah. Uh, I am madly in love with Matthew, so, <laughs> yeah, that's that. For those who <laughs> don't know, Silver Fox. Uh, just to clarify who you're talking about. Oh my god, he's so hot. <laughs> and he's obsessed with pandas, which I think is cute. Yeah, that, that, that was funny. <laughs> no, overall, this is going to be a fun fucking season. I can't... I'm actually hooked to the, the season already. We're only two weeks in. Usually, it takes me a couple of weeks to get into a season. <laughs> really, yeah. it's usually. Um, I'm excited. I was going to say something a lot better than I thought. I just realized... I just looked at my notes here. I never even explained it opened our show. I never explained it. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I'm sorry. For those who wonder what the hell opened our show today, because usually we have an explanation for the opening of our show. <laughs> the opening of our show. If you're into Milwaukee, if you're in the Wisconsin area, maybe Illinois, um, I don't even know if you guys have Spectrum out by you guys. I have no idea. No, we don't. Spectrum, we place Time Water Cable out here. Oh, wait, no, we do. I lied. Well, but Spectrum, my area doesn't have it. Oh, well, Spectrum, we place Time Water Cable out here. And when they did that, they launched a brand new commercials out here. And the first time the commercials aired, I wasn't fully paying attention because it's commercial breaks. Who does? Right. <laughs> commercial breaks. And usually during wrestling, when I'm watching commercials anyway, so I'm not really paying attention most of the time. And all of a sudden, I just heard the line, who who doesn't have... who." Who doesn't work in the rain? I- I'm out here rain or shine harvesting souls. And I'm not even paying attention. Like, what the fuck did I just hear? What the fuck did I just hear? What? Like, huh? So I find out it's the Spectrum commercial. It's a bunch of um, movie star monsters on a bus talking about their lives. <laughs> and I, I, at first, I'm the commercial. Me and he stopped it here. I'm like, what the hell was that? Like, what was that? So then they aired it again. Like, a, a couple hours later, they aired it again. Like, okay, that's a funny-ass commercial. That had nothing to do with cable. That had nothing to do with cable at all. <laughs> and I didn't mean anything against the audio to play on the show. That's an open the show today. I just wanted to clarify that. I just had to clarify well. it. And, and, and that was a non-paid-for endorsement. Yes, it was very... Notice the Spectrum part of it. It was cut out of the commercial. <laughs> notice that part was cut out, but I really enjoyed that commercial, so I had to share the audio. Anyway, um, so I'm watching my brother with CJ. He has no idea what's going on on this damn show. He has no idea. <laughs> the funny part, you know what he, what he got excited about? 
when they got to dramatic music, and all of a sudden the pendant showed up, and they're like, "What's that? Yes, what's yes. the dramatic music with the pendant?" Yes, I played this in like five seconds. What the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wow. Um, by the way, speaking of CBS, so Sunday's Big Brother, and after Big Brother, mm-hmm. you know what's coming out after Big Brother this week, right? Uh, oh yeah, the Candy Crush, the Candy Crush game. game show, and Mandy's cringing at this. I'm like, honey, CJ wants to watch it because it looks funny. So we'll watch it because it's coming down after Big Brother and it gives me reason to watch Big Brother on Sunday. And after Big Brother, yes. put my Candy Crush on. I've seen the commercial for this damn game show for two fucking months at work. I, <laughs> every fucking time I watch The Price is Right at work, it airs the commercial for this like four times during The Price is Right. Every fucking day. <laughs> so because this airs this damn show so I can stop seeing the coming next later this summer. Coming later this summer. <laughs> This show could be either terrible or fantastic. I don't think there's an in-between for this damn show. <laughs> the only the only episode I'm going to watch is the, the episode with the Big Brother people. Other than that, what is I that one airing? Is that this week? Is that this week? I, I think so. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. That's the problem. I actually don't have a clue. CJ caught that in the commercial. I didn't catch that in the commercial. <laughs> All people, I didn't catch that. So, let's move on. Um, I think I, cause I, so wait, I, are you, are you not gonna, are you not gonna watch, uh, the pay-per-view then? I will be. It's all DVRing, dude. Everything DVRs. Okay. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna I watch I have a DVR. Oh, why in the blue hell would I miss? Great balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> Great balls of fire. Why would I miss that after everything we've done? We've been joking about this for a month. Why would what? we not watch this damn show? Goodness gracious. Great balls of Anyway, I don't have a transition here because I cut the sports session because there wasn't a whole lot to talk about. So I I, I love the hockey. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, hey, that was good enough. So I'm just gonna say, people, I'm, we're not gonna go through every single fucking signing in the NHL in the last week. It would take us too damn long, and we'd be bored by the end of it. <laughs> we, we've tried that in the past on this show, and we got bored. We, we just got openly bored. So I kind of just wrote down the highlights, a couple of ones that actually affect us. <laughs> and the yeah. kind of the big ones that happened. Um, and if you want the rest, just go listen to the game misconduct because they covered every little thing in a half an hour yesterday. They literally covered everything in a half hour over a game misconduct. So after you listen to us, go listen to them. And then you come back. There you go. <laughs> I, I know um, da- Dave won't be don't be happy with me for plugging into the podcast, but I do it all the time. It's only a half hour, so go watch it and then come back over here. <laughs> <laughs> Until we get our car and personal assistance, that we will keep plugging other podcasts. Dude, I'm going to be done with this. I'm going to listen to No Old Insider. What are you talking about? <laughs> Actually, in all seriousness, you want to know what I'm listening to? And I'm not joking about this. I remember, remember when, we, when you said we were ready to start, I, was, I actually had to turn off my um, phone. I'm currently listening to the Steve Austin show, and I rarely listen to the Steve Austin show. I'm just, I'm interviewed out. I don't listen to a lot of mm-hmm. interview shows anymore. I'm interviewed out. But right now, I'm actually listening to Steve Austin and my girl Bailey breaking down NXT Takeover Brooklyn Sasha versus Bailey. Oh, okay. The first match, the first one of the matches, one of my favorite matches of all time, and they're breaking it down. It's actually really good to listen to. It's actually a really good job listening to. Right before I come on here with you. So that's nice. really, really cool. They put that up on the 4th of July. I've been listening to it today. So, nice. all right. Let's actually get to hockey for real this time. I, I, I love to hockey, yeah. 
So, go ahead. <laughs> oh, that's too perfect. Uh, Connor McDavid. Uh, yeah, that guy. I don't know if you know who he is. Uh, but, maybe. Uh, he just, maybe. <laughs> he just signed an eight-year, $100 million <laughs> extension with the Oilers. What I didn't the... even know they had that much money. I, I haven't seen that kind of contract come out of Canada in a long, long time. <laughs> that's a Jesus lot. Christ. That is a lot of fucking money. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous, but he just, I mean, he's the best player in the league. <laughs> That's insanity. Uh, yes, and and the best bit. part is the contract starts next year. He didn't yes. even start this year, it starts next year. That's to make yes. that contract even more ridiculous. <laughs> but no, I, 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 I'm good for him. Good for fucking yeah. him. He, he deserves, he, 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 I don't think he deserves, I don't think anyone deserves a hundred million dollar contract, but. Good for him. And what is he, 20 years old? Yeah, he's only 20 years old. He's going to be 21 when this contract goes into play. Disgusting. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Meaning, by the time it's over, he won't even be 30 yet. Disgusting. He won't even be in his prime yet. That's the best part. <laughs> and contract... he'll have $100 million. Yeah, and he'll be able to get another big contract when he's 29. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. This doesn't seem right. It does not seem right. He's the, the Oilers. I, well, the Oilers, they made the playoffs this year. So they have all right to be positive in Edmonton right now. <laughs> you know. By the way, I forgot to write this one down. I have it in front of me. Speaking of another ridiculous contract, Montreal signed Carey Price to an eight-year extension worth $84 million. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That starts next year as well. Okay. So there you go. And that would actually put him ahead of um of Queen Lundquist for the highest paid goaltender in the league. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so, yeah, I just remembered. I, I literally looked it up as I was sitting here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot to put Carey Price on here. Carey Price is the other massive exception that happened yesterday. <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's but, hey, you know what? Montreal wants to bank all their money on him. They need a goaltender. Good for them. You know? <laughs> they need yeah, a goaltender. Goaltenders, you need a goaltender. Then again, Pittsburgh wins the cup as Matt Murray. So... Do you yeah. really need an A-plus goaltender to win this early cup anymore? You really don't. That was made clear. Oh, speaking of goaltenders, you didn't want to read this article, but I'm going to plug it anyway. Hmm. Over on Nash- Nashville, posted up, a, posted up, Pekka Rene sat down and wrote an essay. I, I'll call it an essay. It wasn't an article, it was an essay because it was so long. <laughs> but he analyzed his life as a hockey player from how he felt at the end of game six all the way back to when he was drafted and didn't even know where Nashville was on a map. <laughs> Which might be my favorite paragraph with him saying, where's Nashville? And his agent not knowing where Nashville was either. Because <laughs> they're, they're not from this country, so they don't know where Nashville He didn't even know what Music City meant. Like, he didn't know what any of this meant. <laughs> it's a great, it's a fantastic essay. I, I suggest if you're a fan of his or a fan of Nashville, go read it. It's a definitely a fantastic read. So I wanted to plug that because they're really good. It's a really good article, really good essay, I should say. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of crazy things, the Devils did some stuff. You can start with the first one. Go. Uh, yeah, the New Jersey Devils signed uh, Brian Boyle to a two-year, $5.1 million contract. Hey, a reasonable contract. <laughs> yes. Um, What do you think about Brian Boyle coming to New Jersey? I know there's been a um, weird one, but go ahead. Um, I mean... I have to get used to not hating him because he used to be on the Rangers. I know it's weird. <laughs> it is really but, weird. But uh, 
I mean, I don't know. I've heard some mixed things. I mean, my brother-in-law can't stand him. Uh, there are people out there that think that he's just overly hyped and not as good as everyone else says he is. I don't know. I mean, uh, he he's definitely going to bring a different dynamic to either our second or third line because I don't think he's, like, first line worthy. No. Um, but, I mean, it would be interesting to see how he does. And um, he seems to be pretty excited from what i've read online so that's good for him i um, mean if you want to come to new jersey you have to actually want to come here as people learned this week you know <laughs> yeah unlike some people oh oh yeah i forgot to write that down and we will talk about that in a minute because we can rant about that one more time in a minute well i'll <laughs> i was updating a contract i just got a full contract in the next person but no we'll talk yeah. about that in a second trust me that's a fucked up situation <laughs> I actually heard some more rumors about that, so we'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, no, I, I'm excited. I, I think it's pretty good. It's a minor thing. It's kind of minor. It's not major, but it's good, you know? I'll take it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something. It looks like, and I, I'm actually now wondering, and we'll talk about with the second Devil's deal in a couple of minutes, that I really am understanding now why my um, Mike love, love, fair, uh, love Cheryl so much. I wasn't there right now. We'll, we'll talk about that down in a few minutes. We'll jump over to the other side of the um, river. Uh, the New York Rangers, they acquired uh, Kevin Shattenkirk and they signed him to a four-year, so $26.65 million contract. Yeah, I, I actually looked that up. It's actually on Wikipedia written just like that. <laughs> like, okay, then. Unnecessary. Yeah. It's, well, I was looking for an exact number because I, I had like a breakdown per year. And I'm like, can I have an exact number to make it easier to read? Like, <laughs> easier to read and then... <laughs> That's what I found. So there you go. See, Shatton Kirk apparently took less money to play with the Rangers. Really? Apparently he is a diehard Rangers fan. And he wanted to play. His childhood dream was to play with the Rangers. Hmm. <laughs> so that's why no one else can sign him because he signed a discount deal with the Rangers. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I did not. I, I found that out. I was like, really? A diehard fan of the Rangers? <laughs> sure. Why not? There you go. Well, he's never going to see a cup, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they can't seem to get out of their own way over in New York, <laughs> no matter what they do. And they try, and to their credit, and I, I we, we, we see things through um, Devil's Filter all the time, but to their credit, they do try over there. <laughs> they really try. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they went back to the rebuilding phase. They have a great goalie, but they just can't keep the kid out of their own way. <laughs> they can't. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. But yeah, so am I. I, I. I'm good without ever seeing a cop over in New York again for a very, very, very long time. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll enjoy another 54-year drought. It'd be great for me. Yeah. <laughs> There's people, the younger fans, have no idea what that means, but whatever. Go look at the history. Go look at the history. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on back to New Jersey. Uh, the okay, this 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 is, this is dumbfounding. Okay, follow this. Follow this for follow this for a second. The Washington Capitals <laughs> traded Marcus Johansson Mojo to the Devils for okay. Get this, <laughs> a 2018 second and third round pick. What the fuck? People, people, he is not some, like, unknown player. Oh, okay, by the way, like... you want to know what one of those picks was? One of those picks is actually a pick that we got when Lou left for Toronto. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> for real? I'm not joking. 
one of the picks. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even one of our picks. That was Toronto's pick. We traded away. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you're right. You gotta continue with what you're saying. Sorry. Now he okay. Mojo is not some hole in the wall unknown like meh player. He is. <laughs> A really good player. And how the hell did we get him for two second and third round? Not even a first round pick. Second and third rounder. I read this and I laughed. I just openly laughed and I how read the hell did, How the hell did he pull that off? It's, somebody called this a Lou trade. A Lou Lamarillo trade. Where you don't expect it and also like, what? <laughs> what? What did you do? How the fuck did you pull that off? Because apparently Washington was over on the cap and they had to get rid of somebody and this is what happened. <laughs> this is what happened. But him? Like get rid of I somebody else. I don't know how this, this worked out I great mean, I'm for not us. Complaining. We benefited from this. <laughs> oh, this is a huge benefit for us. You don't see it coming though, that's the best part. You did not see that one coming. But hey, good for us. We got we got a great player for nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for exactly. absolutely nothing. No complaining here whatsoever, especially after apparently with, when Cameron Larry got released from his contract, bought out of his contract. Sad well, sad you could say sad face. Apparently, he didn't want to. He, he didn't want to really play here, and Shiro didn't want to deal with him. <laughs> so, but I liked him. Yeah, Shiro said pretty much to the media that he wasn't in my plans, and he didn't really want to be here anyway. So there you go. Okay. So there you go. Just, just cut the fat then. If he doesn't want to be here, then don't let him make him stay here. I really don't blame Shiro on that one. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't want to see him go either, but hey, we're going young, so why not? We're, apparently, we're going young. Okay. As we've learned in the draft. I, 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 I love to hockey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the favorite clip. <laughs> the favorite fucking I'm literally waiting for the t-shirt. I, I told Mandy I'm buying the t-shirt. I have to buy the t-shirt. <laughs> I don't buy player t-shirts very often. I have to buy that one. <laughs> so anyway, another big deal that came out of Canada. What's it, Canada New York? Uh, what the fuck? Is it, is yeah. it big, three Canada deals and big New York deals. It's pretty much one of the big deals out of the week, you know? <laughs> uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, signed Patrick Marlowe to a three-year, 18 point... Just give him the extra... $18.75 million contract. <laughs> you know, I looked that up. I'm like, really? I had to read it twice. <laughs> just make it 19. Come on. Well, remember, remember a couple of years ago we were doing these contracts and it's like... $18.7528 for no reason whatsoever. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Why are we reading these? Well, remember there was those weird trades like, we're going to trade this person over here for a 2020 draft pick. It's like two years ago. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the best part about doing this. We've been doing it for so long that the trades we made fun of didn't get into effect this year. <laughs> some of them, not all of them. Well, some of them did. I wanted to affect them this year's draft. <laughs> we made fun of them like three years ago. <laughs> so, so pretty funny. Okay, we got to cover this. Much like over at Devil's Insider Radio, they had to cover this, and they weren't happy about it, but they had to cover it anyway because they do everything. Go ahead, say the sentence, and we'll vent. Um, it brings me great joy to say that Koval Suck decided to stay in the KHL. The 
myself anyway yes Kovalchuk decided to stay in the KHL all right so let's get to this okay so from rumors that I've heard there is the I love the story I sent you saying that the, the people wanted him to stay in Russia what the fuck was that story that was pretty funny I wouldn't be surprised apparently from what I'm hearing he wanted to apparently he was playing hardball with Shiro and you don't do that you just don't do that. You, you don't have the you don't have the um what's what we're looking for here. You don't have that kind of power. You you have to go through RGM. You can't mess with him. He doesn't really give a shit about you. He doesn't really know you. He doesn't know you. I, I think that I think a lot of people realize that Shiro doesn't know Kovalchuk like Lou did. Right. So and Lou would have probably said fuck you anyway. So I really yeah, Lewis, Lewis pissed at the guy still to this day. I don't blame him. But Shiro doesn't know him. He has no ties to this guy at all. He, he never signed him to a contract. He never dealt with him before. Right. So apparently he tried to play hardball with Shiro and had this whole thing about, I want to have this contract and be traded to certain teams. Well, one of the teams he wanted to go to is across the river mm. in the Rangers. The Devils and the Rangers mm. don't make trades. No. It happened. It never will happen. And Shiro said, no, I'm not training you to New York. I'm not training you to New York. That was one of the things I've heard. He also, um, apparently the contract he wanted, teams wouldn't pay. Most teams would not pay. So mm -hmm. they said, no, I'm not trading anything for him. Why, why do I want to pay for that contract? Don't blame them for that. So then the other thing is now, apparently Kovalchuk's contract ends at the end of this season. So he'll be a hundred percent unrestricted free agent after this season. So now explain that to me because I don't understand confusing. it either. I don't understand it okay. either. It came through Devil's Insider. I'm just going with what they said. Apparently, okay. Kovalchuk's contract expired. I'm actually looking it up right now. And that doesn't make any sense because according to this, oh, the word it is, it's a loophole with the NHL. He is an out with his contract. It's the out. Remember we were talking about the details of his contract back when he signed mm -hmm. it way back when. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a whole bunch of outs in his contract. Like, after this many years, he can get out of his contract. He's out that first out. Oh, okay. okay. He's out that first opt-out point. Because it was a 17-year deal. So I don't understand how this works. You know what I mean? And it was a 17-year year that he signed in 2010. So right. <laughs> that doesn't get us all the way to 2027. I mean, <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? That's a long time. But, no, apparently, um, yeah, this is his first opt-out time. So we can opt out of its contract, and Shiro's not going to give a fuck. So, but here's 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 the thing that confuses me too. And, okay, I I understand the whole thing, but if he retired, quote unquote, allegedly, yes. And now and now his contract is null and void. So why is why are we reverting back to that contract? Apparently, from what I was heard, apparently the contract is still in play if he decided to come back to the league. He retired because if from he the never NHL. Left, it still would have been okay. Exactly. Technically, he's still under contract, but he's just not an NHL player right now. Okay. Technically, the contract is still in place. So if he wanted to ever come back, it's like if you have a hockey. It's like, say, I'm just using an example. Ovechkin, he decides he wants to take a year off and go home to Russia. Well, he doesn't. He won't get paid by Washington, but when he comes back next year, he's still under his Washington contract. 
Okay. Same mentality. It's the same kind of mentality. Okay. I'm just giving you an example because he would be someone that would do that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the guy who's still going to the Olympics despite the NHL players not going. So, he's still saying that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll believe that when I see it. I'm not going to lie. I'll be, I'll, I'll, be, I'll see it when I see that. But, yeah, that's that's that. And hopefully now we can stop talking about him. <laughs> I, just, I don't want to talk about him again until maybe next summer when we make fun of where he goes. You know, I don't want to deal with him anymore. I'm so, I'm so sick of him. And I, I know I shouldn't be, but I'm just so sick of the guy. <laughs> I would be perfectly okay if he never comes back. <sighs> and I'm just trying to see, how old is he? Like, how old is this motherfucker? He's like, he's like 32, or he's like our age. Like, you're, dude, like, you're, 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 I'm older you're than him. past your prime. I'm older than him. He's 34. Yeah. But still, it's still, it's Wow. Like you got you got a few years left, buddy. Like, yeah, he was drafted know. number one in two thousand and one. Exactly, and it's twenty seventeen. <laughs> when you, when so you put it that way, here. wow, that's a long time ago. When you put it that way, wow. So, all right, let's get out of here because I, I don't want to talk about Call of Duty anymore. <laughs> Because we were, we were joking on the 4th of July about how um, Cena comes back. And by the way, fucking Cena comes back and the ovation was insane. That was an unbelievable yeah. ovation for John It's Bobby like they too. didn't know. <laughs> He's been advertised for two months. <laughs> but John Cena's here. So there you go. I'm curious on the 4th of July ratings after that. It was a good show on SmackDown. I'm curious at the ratings. Mm-hmm. But anyway. When Rusev came out, you're texting me like, "Say it, say it, say Happy Birthday, America!" Say it. Do you know? Okay, so anyone listening, do you know how difficult it was to try to find audio of just that? No one has it. I don't understand. They had everything he said before. They had everything he said after. They didn't have that one part. I sent you the clip, but it was so fucking long. I had a match, and apparently he was. I didn't even forgot that he had a match against Titus O'Neil. I don't give a shit about that. I just want to hear him scream "Happy Birthday, America!" That's all I wanted to post on Facebook, and I couldn't. I forgot that he was wearing. Apparently, Titus O'Neil was wearing Uncle Sam pants for some reason. I don't remember that match at all. I forgot. He was wearing Uncle Sam MC Hammer pants. I didn't understand that. What a, and now he's representing Titus worldwide. We'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. 
but anyway, because of the holiday, it's a very slow news week, which helps yeah. us out because we have other things to do. But go for it. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh all the time. Uh, the PW, the PW Torch is reporting that Tommaso Ciampa will be out of action till mid-March. Sad face. Yes, yeah, sad face. Okay, so the details on this, according to Wade Keller, I listened to this the other day. Apparently, uh, word saying that he should not have been in the ladder match. He was hurt going Ooh, in. Really? He was hurt going in. He hurt his ankle two days before the ladder match, and the ladder match made it worse. Awesome. And that when he went from possibly being out and possibly being able to fight at, at Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, to now maybe being able to fight at the WrestleMania show. At the WrestleMania weekend show. That'd be a good return, but still, that, there goes any of the heat with Gargano. <laughs> with all the heat yeah. and all the pop and what could have been an epic freaking match at um at Brooklyn. You know, it would have been yeah, epic. So, all right, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been looking forward to ranting about this one. So go ahead. <laughs> TNA is no more. <laughs> and, they have, and, and they have rebranded as Global Force Wrestling. Global Force Wrestling. All right. So, uh, uh, With their flagship show, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Global Force Wrestling Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. So to explain what's going on here, I, this is completely out of nowhere for us as on this show because we don't pay attention to TNA most of the time. But what happened was, well, GFW now, I should say, GFW. But I, I have to get used to that. I really do. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Slammiversary was this past Sunday. Yes. And um, nobody cared. But anyway, that happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, when one of your main events is announcers fighting each other and one of them is in a pool, you really don't care, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was reading results, and that's what happened. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, sorry. I have to go on this rant. Apparently, they had a match. It was Joseph Park and JB versus, um, versus Scott Steiner. <laughs> and, and Josh Matthews, because <laughs> that's the thing in 2017. <laughs> At one point, JB backflipped Josh Matthews into a pool, <laughs> apparently. And then at one point, Shark Boy showed up in the pool. <laughs> Who? Shark Boy apparently showed up. Oh, in the pool. really? <laughs> he showed up in the pool, which is just funny because apparently he was drinking beer in the pool. I didn't quite understand that one. I mean, as one would do watching a impact show. <laughs> well, he was in the pool. But um, apparently they decided the Broken Universe people came back and filmed this one. That they were outside the arena during a lot of this fight. They were outside the arena fighting all this stuff. Well, JB was in charge of all that. JB was in charge of the Broken Universe stuff. So he can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's JB. He can do whatever the hell he wants. <laughs> and it was a no disqualification match. Really, you can do whatever the hell you want. Which is how he ended up in a pool. <laughs> but, the, but, but the Hardys aren't there anymore. Well, that's... It's not, they, didn't go to, they didn't go to the ranch down in South Carolina. <laughs> it was just a camera trick. It was just a camera trick and stuff like that. But apparently, um, James Mitchell showed up <laughs> and gave Joseph Parker the abyss mask. So Abyss ended up with the pinfall? <laughs> what? <laughs> How did that... What? Only in DFW. That's what that one was. <laughs> that, is not the, that is not the way you want to introduce yourself. 
James Mitchell handed a mask to Joseph Park, and apparently in the ring while while Scott Steiner and Josh Matthew beating a shark boy because that's what you do. <laughs> um, Abyss's music hit, and it out came Abyss with his mask on, which he hasn't worn in like two years. He came out wearing his mask because his mask came off during the Hardy feud. So he hasn't worn a mask in a long time. When he was at the cage, he took his mask off. Which works for him, I'm not going to lie. Him without the mask is actually scarier. I'm not going to lie. He came out with his mask, old mask on, with James Mitchell and JB. <laughs> JB hit a top rope move on Josh Matthews. I have no idea what happened to Scott Snyder to finish this match. I have no idea what happened. He might have been, he might have been, he might have been eating Shark Boy for all I know. <laughs> and then Abyss pinned Josh Matthews. This is how the show, this is the middle of the show. This is the middle of the fucking show. <laughs> I can't. So, anyways, the anniversary happened. And right now, so what's the one day you never release news because no one's paying attention? Um, Mondays? Friday nights. Friday night. And I always joke about Friday night is the news dump oh. night. That's the night you release bad news. The news you don't really want people to pay attention to because it's Friday night. No one's paying attention to the news. Well, this, okay, is when, this, is, this is when Global for Wrestling has had to announce they're changing their name. <laughs> On Friday can, I also, can I also rant about yeah, how terrible their logo is? Oh, the Anthem logo? The Anthem logo. First, okay, okay. I understand the whole honeycomb thing. Okay, I get that because the stupid ring. I get it. Right. But you're you're going to use, like, generic, you know, Microsoft font <laughs> to put GFW on the top that mixes in. <laughs> And it just, it looks like something like CJ could do on the computer at school. I believe you there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Like, you have this opportunity to completely rebrand this shithole of a fucking company, and that's what you're going to put out? Yes, and don't forget, San anniversary opened with an owl flying into the ring. That, 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 that's cool. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> because, well... For some reason, Ants is obsessed with owls. I don't know why they're obsessed with owls, but apparently they are. <laughs> Walk up the rest like a 2017, people. Walk up the rest like a 2017. <laughs> well, this clusterfuck is going on in Orlando. This whole clusterfuck is going on down in Orlando. Over in California. This is my segue. Over in California. New Japan Pro Wrestling was in the United States for the first time. Yes. And Wow. What a fucking weekend going on in California. So just to set this up, for those who didn't know, um, the fucking night was this? So anniversary was on Sunday. So Saturday night, they um, Access TV, who is the home of New Japan in this country, aired a four-hour live event from California for free. For free. Yes. And it was, it was fun. I watched most of it on um, Saturday night. Watched the rest of it on Sunday morning. I have to admit, I've never watched a New Japan show. Someone needs to explain to me why we have to have like three multi-man matches opening up a show. <laughs> Someone has to explain that to me. Why did I watch an eight-man tag and then a ten-man tag in a matter of like twenty minutes? Someone <laughs> explain this to me. I didn't get that. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the first eight-man tag. It had like the Young Bucks and the Briscoes and. 27 super kicks. It was like 27 super kicks in a matter of five minutes. It was freaking insane. But the second match was a 10 man tag. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, was Shoes and Thunder Liger in it? Which 
That man never ages, obviously. No. <laughs> and then we had the tournament go on for the U.S. Championship. And then we had another eight-man tag. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? And then we have intermission. Here's the problem. We're on live television. They did a half-hour intermission in the building. <laughs> We're on live television. They had to go to like eight commercial breaks during this half-hour, half-time, half-hour <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, notable here, um, Jim Ross is on the call. <laughs> Him and Josh Barnett did a great job. A little iffy because um, they have never been live together. They usually do stuff in studio. This is the first time they've ever done a live show together. So the chemistry just wasn't there. But Jr. was on his game. Jr. was on his fucking game. At one point, he may have called um um I, I'm not gonna kill his first name. So I'm not gonna say Ishii. In one, in one of the tournament matches, a, a freaking refrigerator. And I'm not kidding. He actually said that. <laughs> I cracked up. Oh, sorry. It was a goddamn refrigerator. That was the exact wording. That was the exact wording. That was entertaining. To note, um, title changes on Saturday. War Machine, Dad's favorite tag team in the world. They are the tag team champion in Japan again. And they did it in a, in a freaking no qualification war. With the girls of destiny, that was fucking fantastic. That was a fantastic fucking tag match. In the main event, it was uh, Cody, the ROH World Champion, playing the Uber heel in Japan, um, losing to Okada. And Cody should not have been in the main event of this show at all, at any level. But whatever, do what you got to do. He plays the American Nightmare. So you can see where he got his name from. Mm-hmm. And he is mm-hmm. good. He's a good heel. He's just not a main event heel. I don't think he's a main event mm-hmm. heel in New Japan. Like, in Ring of Honor, yeah. New Japan, no. I don't think he should be in the main event in New Japan. Um, spoiler alert. I will say spoiler alert for night two. I will just say spoiler alert. Because they're airing night two on Friday night here on Access uh-huh. in full. They're going to air the entire show in full. But Kenny Omega won the United States Championship. In New, in, um, in New Japan. So good for him. I, I don't understand what's going on at the Bullet Club in, in, in Japan, by the way. <laughs> I don't understand the Bullet Club. I don't get them. Because they're the Bullet Club. But then they have a sub-faction in the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega called the Elite. Who don't ever play as heels. Even though they're supposed to. They don't play as heels. They're the most over-frickin'-trio in the company. <laughs> But then you have another step faction in the Gorilla of the Destiny who is attack who attacked who is who attacked you. Like, there are step factions more than the NW fucking out. Like there's so many step factions in the Bullet Club right now, and Cody in the Bullet Club as well. I'm like, what the fuck is the Bullet Club? Like what is going on with the Bullet Club? Fucking the Bullet man. Club is turning into yeah the NWL. <laughs> what was the picture? Like, there was a funny ass picture that was taken after the show. There's like 27 people wearing Bullet Club T-shirts. I'm like, what the fuck? And they all wrestled yeah. at the shows. They all wrestled that night. I'm like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, that that was at the end. That that reminds me of old school NWO when they literally had anyone and everyone be a of the NWO just to have the T-shirt on them. Yeah, it was it was, it was ridiculous but hysterical. So that's New Japan. I suggest if you didn't get a chance to see this show, search it out. It was a fantastic night. I really enjoyed myself. CJ enjoyed himself, but he doesn't watch this stuff usually. He was enjoying himself. So that says something. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of enjoying ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> SmackDown this week was in Phoenix, Arizona. 
And yes. We, we besides John Cena returning, we yeah. had yeah, John Cena return. Besides that, and the fact that we're having a flat match at Battlecrown, which is random and weird. Uh, yes. Because apparently that's what you do in 2013. By the way, I laughed at you when you said, Does anybody the care know what a flag match is? We're just so true. I'll set this up. We're watching SmackDown. We're texting back and forth. We're watching SmackDown. And Cena challenges Rusev, who returned to a flag match on that night. And the crowd popped. And you text me. Does anyone know what a flag match is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they do. <laughs> you know, like, uh, oddly, the flag match is the tamer stipulation at Battleground because it, it means you know, the Pajami Prison match. So, <laughs> I oddly prefer the Taz, the flag match over Pajami Prison. So, <laughs> so anyway, hidden in the middle of the show, <laughs> right before fireworks started, in, right before fireworks started on the East Coast. Yes. The New Day and the Usos had a rap battle. <laughs> yes. Hosted by Wale. And by yes. the way, for those wondering, because I did not know who the fuck Wale was. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Wale has a massive wrestling connection. Did you know this? I didn't know that. Okay. No, I did not. Have you ever heard of Wale Mania? No. Wale Mania is a charity show that goes on through MLW Radio during WrestleMania weekend. It's been going on for three years now. <laughs> and I had while, no idea. That's and so Wale cool. runs this and brings in wrestlers, brings in his friends, and that's how he's in the wrestling business. That's how he has something to do with the wrestling business. I had no <laughs> idea. That's so cool. It didn't click. Like, I knew the name, and then I listened, I think it was on .net, and it was like Wale Mania. I'm like, oh, it's the same guy. I didn't realize it was the same guy. Well, like, well, there you go. You learn something new every day. There you go. Mm -hmm. So he emceed a rap battle that Taz ugly <laughs> called a poetry slam. That's pretty much what this was. This was not a rap battle. Because <laughs> there was no oh, yeah. actual rapping going on in this thing. But no, no. last minute here, I was able to get the audio uncut from SmackDown on a DVD. And we're going to play it here in a second. <laughs> we, haven't done a, we haven't done a DVD playback in a very long time on here. <laughs> what is this? Two thousand seven? No, it's called uh, production. It's called last second production. <laughs> oh, okay. that one that is? Well, if I had the time, I would have it on the soundboard. I just didn't have the time because it was a last second decision. Because the audio I did have was terrible and choppy. I needed a cleaner version mm -hmm. for us. Because I'm, I'm a diva. And I need a clean copy of the audio. I can't play choppy audio right here. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, can you please can you please isolate that audio of you calling yourself a diva? <laughs> For those who, you know, people say I don't I don't make fun of myself, but I do. There you go. <laughs> so, that was great. <laughs> so anyway, we have a copy right here on the screen. I'm going to press play, and we're going to go through Wale hosting the rap battle between the New Day and the Usos. We're going to pause it after each stanza because we're going to be losing our fucking minds. <laughs> yes. So here we go. Hopefully this works. I have not tested this yet. Lines. John, do you have any songs? Oh, yeah. I got all the Wally songs on 8-Track. On 8-Track. Oh, my gosh. Big Doug. <laughs> this is how we're going to do it tonight. This is how we're going to do it tonight, man. We're going to keep it clean. All right? Still PG. We'll keep it clean. All bars, no scars, okay? You feel what I'm saying? All right, man, gonna get a chance to say what they guys say. And don't, don't, don't touch the merchandise, all right? Let's do it. Both of y'all eat off the table we set. 
Before the New Day existed, dark matches and pre-shows is all you get. Whoa. Now he gets, whoa. Okay, all right. Okay, okay. So say thanks to the cats who let you mice eat more than crumbs. We should call you Chucky e. Cheeks. What? Chucky e. Cheeks? Cause you're bums. Sitting up here. And speaking of butts, say hi your pops. Rakishi? Cause even Rakishi knows New Day Rocks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did we start with that? The Big E. We brought do up we, Rikishi. Do we, know, do we know if this was scripted or no? I don't know because they edited out the next stanza on the on the YouTube replay. So I don't know if this was fully planned. It sounds like a little bit was re, a little bit was written, but some of this sounded improv. Like I'm just being honest. The Rikishi line was great. I have a feeling that they might have wrote their stuff but not written by the other guy. I think that's what happened okay. here. I don't think it was okay. run by the other guy for natural reactions. Okay, Because gotcha. I don't know if you can react naturally to some of these lines if you knew they were coming. Yeah, that's so true. They might have yeah, been yeah, pre-written yeah. by, like, the Uzzles might have wrote their stuff together and rehearsed in the back and then came out and did their thing and the New Day might have done the same thing, but I don't think they were in the same room. That's okay. what I think. That makes they, sense. There would yeah. be no way you get the natural reactions if they were. <laughs> but I do love the Rikishi shot. I'm like, okay, we're starting off a little tame here. That's not a problem. But this is where things get fun. This is where things get good. And this is the part, the controversial part, that I edited out of the YouTube version of this from WWE. Keep it clean, though, because I, I see how you're looking over there. Yeah, okay. What you got, Oos? We're going to get him. I said this. The Usos and New Day and the rap off. I was like, it can't be. What the hell are they gonna talk about, Us? Oh no, unicorns and stampedes. What we gonna talk about, Us? Biggies, double D's. How you look like Whoopi and how you say you five five, but you really five three. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about that later. Hey, hold it down. Hey, hold it down. Hold it down. Hey, we'll talk about that later, but right now, welcome to the Uso Penitentiary. I ain't gonna lie. Big E, you so predictable. I knew you was just gonna talk about Rikishi. Hey, everybody know who our pops is, but do they know about yours, E? Nope. Our pops booty made millions. What about yours, E? I mean, damn, bro. Is that supposed to be chest or breast, bro? Is it supposed to be <laughs> real or silicone? I mean, we done asked everybody all around the world, and they still, still don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Hey, Big E, let's just keep it PG. You know what's good. Just don't get all rated R like your boy Xavier Woods. What's happening? Something's happening. Yo, yo, yo. Don, Don. Okay, I'm pausing that. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> live TV, everybody. Live TV. 
Wale falling to the floor, though, made it great. <laughs> he literally lost all feelings in his life. <laughs> who, who saw that one coming? Who the hell saw that coming? <laughs> what a great line. So for those who missed the joke here, because the crowd obviously did not. The crowd got it. <laughs> Shit, the crowd got it. Hey, what you're not seeing here is Xavier's look on his face like, damn, what a great line. That's what I mean. I don't think they rehearsed this with them, because that was a great line. Yeah. And Xavier had a look at his face like, oh, fuck, you went there. <laughs> but the crowd reaction of, whoa, <laughs> we're in a fucking eight mile. We're in a fucking eight mile all of a sudden with the crowd reaction. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think the, the, they expected the crowd reaction because the Usos kind of got stumbled themselves. Because <laughs> the whole crap. For those who don't know what we're talking about, this is referring to obviously Xavier Woods and Paige in their sex tape in a few months ago. <laughs> yes. But wow, who the hell expected that to get brought up live on SmackDown? <laughs> so. And it, it, it got the crowd so rolled up that they, they, they got thrown off a little bit and repeated themselves. So here we go. Don DeMarco! Don, 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 Don DeMarco! What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> Sorry, Wally lost his mind. He lost control. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Don, Don, Don DeMarco! Stop it! Stop it! Oh, stop it! What the fuck are you it's talking not, about? Not, 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 not <laughs> it ain't over. You gotta let you I gotta... said, I said, Big E. You have to repeat it, really? You have to repeat it? Let's just not get all ready to like your boy Xavier you would. Boy, you can't. You, I don't know about you. You don't twice. already know. It ain't paranoia. It's the Usos round one. You got it. Let's go. <laughs> Why did they repeat it? I don't understand yeah. what happened there. I don't know. <laughs> What the fuck is up with Wally that he's losing his mind? Like, <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he knew what he got himself into. No, I don't think he did. I think he signed up for this and it got really personal really quick. <laughs> I think he thought this is gonna be like a PG battle. Like it's not gonna be that big of a deal. And then the crowd's turning to like run eight mile. <laughs> What's going on? As you do. As you do. Well, I give the crowd at least they're into it. Like the crowd was into this. Like it, was it, made it, it made it for me because it made it more fun that the crowd was into it. They weren't booing it or getting it. was really, really good. Here we go. I'm sweating. I don't know why I'm sweating. I'm sweating a little bit right now. I got it. 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 Okay, we good. We good. I got okay, it. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. Jimmy Uso. We call him Jim. Looking like he's never been or ever worked out at a gym. <laughs> that goes for you too. You're his twin. Look, when you have abs that pop, pop, you can rock a crop top. Y'all need to make like red hexagons and stop, stop. Hey, do you, you, think, you think they even know what hexagons are? <laughs> Probably not, not. <laughs> Wow. They, they both dropped out of college. <laughs> so, I mean, come on. You know, hey, hey, little dropouts. You know what I'm saying? Hold up, hold up, hold it down, hold it down. Y'all ain't got no abs, no cuts. You ain't buffing. Oh, look at those bellies. Muffin tops. <laughs> now I see them getting irked. Look, I ain't trying to be a jerk. Just tell me why you came to work and started wrestling in shirts. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Why you did that? Skin oh, press, hold, skin it press. Down. hold it down, hold it down. I know why, I know why, I know why, I know why. Hold on, hold on. Because y'all got that first trimester pooch. What's that mean for you two? Means y'all are rocking weenie do. Y'all, explain. Y'all don't know about weenie do? They don't know about weenie do? That's when your gut hangs out more than your weenie do. Wow. Wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> what the? Did smack that, right? Like, what? <laughs> you could have done this shit years ago and no one would have flinched. <laughs> I think it's what made this awesome is the fact that no one saw this coming. I think it's what made this freaking awesome. I don't know, when, they, when they first made the announcer, I think we both kind of groaned. We're like, oh, come on, really? <laughs> well, the funny part is the New Day is standing in front of like, the Rosebud Rejects. Which is yes. just fucking random <laughs> as hell. But yeah, I think we all cringed. Like, this is going to be terrible. But especially because of all the terrible Ross things we've been dealing with lately. You know, I'm like, this is going to be bad. No, no, this is not bad. This was no, this is your life. And what was the other one we compared it to? Oh, the uh, Ball Family uh, crap. The Ball Family crap on Miz TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, two of those terrible segments. At least one of them was on ESPN. <laughs> at least one of them was meant for what it, it was. what it was for a reason. The other one was just awful. <laughs> but this is so much better, better comparison than SmackDown's DA show. Back to the rap. Okay, okay, okay. okay. That's you! Okay. That's you! Okay. That's you. That's That's you. That's you. That's okay. Let's go. It's on me. Y'all ready? Let's go. Happy fourth, guys. <laughs> By the way, I love Wally saying that with the crowded chanting Weedy Do, which is hysterical on its own, right? <laughs> yeah, well, well, if your parents coming to this because it's the 4th of July and you're like, what's well, Phoenix? We can do the show. The sun will still be up when we leave. We can go and see fireworks after the show. Which is probably why they're in Phoenix and they know the sun's going to be up after the show. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck are you thinking? This is not what I expected. I can't even see John Cena, and an hour later, this is what's going on. Like, ain't you Kofi Kingston? Then you used to be Jamaican. Nah, you was Jamaican, but he stayed in the lane. So this is where I think they were still sort of losing it, because the crowd was so into this. The crowd was so funny. Well, I do love a good old-fashioned Kofi Jamaican joke. I'm not going to lie, because I love Jamaican Kofi. <laughs> I think it was during the, um, wasn't the, when they went back in time, that awful segment, they went back in time, and then the music hit for Kofi. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it all. I popped. I totally popped. Yeah. <laughs> so I will pop for any Kofi Jamaican reference anytime. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. It's been good lie every time. Hold it down. No, hold it down. Hey, he going to get this work. He going to get this work. Y'all hold it down. We don't need it. Ain't you Kofi Kingston? Hey, Oos, wasn't you Jamaican? Nope. You was Jamaican, but he stayed in the lane. Ran around the whole world giving Jamaicans a bad name. I mean, muffin top, crop top, that's the best you got, boy. Your forehead look like a back of a hand. 
If Ron Simmons was here right now, he'd probably step to you and be like, damn. Got a little too close. Hey, the, the super kicker, sharpshooter. It's the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. But when it hit, it's finishing. I hit you with this fatality. Hey, this is fairy tale versus reality. Salvation over a massacre. The only brothers I ever win. Back to back Grammy, Slammy Award Grammys on the calendar. <laughs> hey, you touch us, I'm swinging like an axe. Paul Bunyan flow. I got my blue ox behind me. We yell timber. The only way you gonna beat us tonight, you had to go get a fourth New Day member. I'm impartial. I'm impartial. Hey, I'm impartial. Hey, hey, don't put me in. Hey, you cool though. Okay. Hey, you all right, Oos. Okay. But you keep running with these fools, it's gonna be a hostile situation. I'm telling you, Wale, you keep running with these fools, you're gonna end up like hospital patients. Hey, the rap battle is ours. We got the bars. Yeah. You already know though. It's not paranoia, Oos. It's the Oos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> By the way, Grammy reference was what was, was legit. Didn't like whoever fuck up and say Grammy award is a Slammy award. Yes, that was very very funny. By the way, during all that, I, I decided to go on Spotify. Sometimes. I definitely don't miss that entrance. <laughs> you know what? I pop every time I hear it. I love that song. And CJ loves it, but that too. So that's why I pop every time I hear it. It's, we watch a lot of times. We watch like old matches, a lot of matches, and that music kit that I pop because it comes down to that music in the old days. Oh man, I miss that. Okay, back to this. Hey, y'all, y'all twins. Y'all share the same brain, so that's not really. I got this. I got this. <laughs> Wally really say that? <laughs> Wally said that. Okay, I didn't catch that line the first time. That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's go with Xavier to wrap this bad boy up. Okay, now it ain't over. We got one more. We can now. Mega Rand, Mega Rand, hold my trombone. Take him home, Bring it home. The new day always says, "Dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have." That's why we came fresh and clean, looking like a million bucks. And y'all two came dressed as some recently divorced dads. Oh. Now, Jim, 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 you and your brother, you're tag champs. You turned the universe into believers. Mm -hmm. But please always remember, you were absolutely nothing till your wife put you on total divas. Oh. <laughs> I, I, that was great. <laughs> great line, and it's true. <laughs> That's a mic drop right there. But he had one more. He had one more. <laughs> that's, that's you feel the glow. You feel the glow. You feel the glow. <laughs> I missed that one, dude. That's funny. I missed that one. You feel the glow. You feel the glow. You feel the glow. Listen, listen. Hold it down. Hold it down. <laughs> Y'all both used to wear face paint. Mm -hmm. Bright colors. Mm -hmm. You know, like showman. And then all of a sudden, oh man, you saw the new day coming up on the horizon, looking like a bad omen. 
And your boys, the New Day, we some warriors with no masters. Call us Ronin. Slow it down. I said we don't use our cell phones when we're international because that's roaming. Slow it down. I said y'all should get back to doing what you do best, and that's carrying bags for who? That's carrying bags for Roman. <laughs> so my favorite part of that wasn't even alive. Was Xavier actually hitting a Superman punch on Kofi, and then Kofi not selling it? That was my favorite part of that whole thing. So at that point, that got up Jimmy to snap. I got both of them to snap. Apparently that was their line. That was the line of this. <laughs> you mentioned Roman Reigns. And, and any mention of any mention of Roman Reigns would make me snap too. Yeah. That got the Usos to snap, and um, they attacked. And then Wally got on the microphone and disqualified the Usos because he said no touching. So that made it disqualified the Usos, and they knew they won the rap battle. But Wally made a yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The, I, I cut the audio off. And I was trying to get it on the air. Wally made a reference to um the last time we did this, I got suspended. Apparently, he was trying to do something in WWE, and they had to cut the segment because he said something wrong on the air, and then he got banned from WWE for two years. That's what's oh, really? Yeah, it happened, apparently. So, right. that's the rap battle in the New Day of the Usos, and they just put over yeah, a tag yeah, match that yeah, yeah. happened for three more weeks. Imagine it happened for three more fucking weeks. That was, I'd be okay if they did this for the next three weeks. That was, that was fantastic. That was great. I, I didn't expect it, and that was fun. Well, Sal, we've reached the time of the show. Uh, we've reached must it you. we must it, it, it's okay. on the docket we gotta do it <laughs> you shake my nerves and you rattle my brain too much of love drives a man insane you broke my will but what a thrill goodness gracious great balls of fire I'll let you love what I thought it was funny you came along and you my honey I've changed my mind the old joking aside, we're in 2017. <laughs> we're in 2017. And we're talking about a pay-per-view. And I just played Jerry Lee Lewis. Like, what the fuck is going on with our lives? Like, what is happening? Well, we always say that last pay-per-views have the worst songs. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. All right, let's get into this. We actually have a pay-per-view to talk about, not just make fun of the name. We actually have a show to talk about. Here we go. We start from the bottom to the top. Enzo Amore versus Big Kaz. And I have to admit, if you told me two months ago this is a match we're having, I would be like, oh, whatever. I'm hyped for this match. I'm not going to lie. I'm really excited for this, especially after this past week. What do you think, Sal? What's going on here? Um... Uh, hopefully it's going to be a good one. You know, hopefully with the storyline that they have going on and 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 um, and and the, uh, the the fights, hopefully will make this match good. Because otherwise, I think this will be boring. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm, I'm I don't know what who's going to win this one. If they even have a winner, like do they do you do a winner here or do you do a cheap finish and finish it at SummerSlam? Yeah, I mean that would make sense. I mean we actually could say that now because the next show is SummerSlam now. After this, mm-hmm. we can actually finally say that. Woohoo! <laughs> See, that's what I would do. I because that's what I would do. I save this for Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Do this match in Brooklyn, and that crowd would go fucking insane. 
So do you, would so I say disqualification or a cheap finish or Enzo loses his mind and gets DQ'd by the ref or something like that, and then we do the rematch at SummerSlam. And then, yeah, I mean, that would make sense. And then we do a no DQ match at SummerSlam. You can have a little bit more fun. You don't have to do an actual wrestling match. The crowd in right. Brooklyn will go insane because it's Brooklyn and the two of them, and why not? <laughs> why the fuck right. not? Mm -hmm. So do that. We move on. I, do, I did not do this. Apparently, the, the, <laughs> the red sheet changed colors on me over here. I did not do that. <laughs> I don't do the color code <laughs> thing until we get to a multi-brand show. But here we go. I didn't do this. I did. The Cruiserweight Championship is on the line. I had to. I'm sorry. With Neville and the tightest worldwide representative, Akira Tozawa. Yay! Do you? I I don't know. If, I don't know how to feel about this matchup because I wanted to see Tazawa in here, but I didn't expect Tazawa to be in his corner. <laughs> what a weird month this has been. Do you see Neville dropping the title before SummerSlam? Not tonight, no. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's weird. I just don't see it. I mean, the weirder things have happened on the Raw side. Weirder things have happened. You know, because you know, mm -hmm. like back in February when you had. Charlotte's pay-per-view streak end before WrestleMania, which made absolutely no sense. But, um, yeah, Neville should retain. I wouldn't be shocked either way, because it's Cruiserweights, nobody seems to care anyway. <laughs> nobody seems to care. <laughs> but, no, I'd also say that people actually care about this because Titus O'Neil got the crowd rallying up for Akira Tozawa. I never thought I'd say that sentence, but that's exactly what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we get on to the match of the feud that never seems to end. <laughs> it's multiple brands, multiple months. I feel like we've been doing this for almost a year. The Miz defending the Intercontinental. He only took a break to feud with John Cena, and they came back to Dean Ember. That's pretty much what happened here. <laughs> the Miz defending the Intercontinental Championship against Dean Ambrose. Again, I feel like we've been doing this for a while now. The Miz has to retain, right? Like, there's no, there's no title change here, right? Like, I hate to say no, this, honey. I mean, I'm sorry, honey, but. <laughs> you you can't cut the reunion tour short, so no, he's no. gonna retain. I mean, Maurice finally forgave Miz for the grandfather clock. That happened. <laughs> 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 you know, when, when you say shit like this out loud, you realize how weird the storylines are in the WWE right now. When you say this shit out loud, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, you know, don't think about it until you say it out loud. Oh. <laughs> Moving on, we have the WWE Raw Tag Team Championship match. It's a 30-minute Iron Man match for some reason. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why, but I guess it'll be fun. It is Sheamus and Cesaro defending against the Hardys. I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say here that we haven't said before. But an Iron Man match? Um, like, why are we having an Iron Man match? I don't understand. Um... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand the point of this. And it's not like it's a no disqualification match. It's an Iron Man match. I don't get it. I don't understand what the point of this is. Um, I don't know. How do you think this turns out? Um, I say the Hardys will lead most of the match, and then Sheamus and Cesaro will come back win a couple and win it. So you're thinking that? Okay, I can go with the Sheamus and Cesaro winning like 2-1 to one with like... Or I can see them taking a 2-1 lead, and then the Hardys have the pinfall, and the buzzer runs out. Oh, okay. The time yeah. runs out. They could do that finish. I mean, the Hardys are pissed because they didn't win their titles back, but the time ran out, so they can't do anything about it. That kind of thing. <laughs> I can see that finish happening. I just Have we ever had a tag team Iron Man match before? 
I can't think of so. I can't think of one. Like I've never heard of a tag team Iron Man match before. Like <laughs> I, I, this is a first for me, and it, it's not even hyped as that. It's just kind of like, oh, we're gonna do this. No big deal. Right. No big deal. We're just doing this. Yeah, just a casual day. Just casual. Kurt Angle announces this, and everyone's looking at him like, what? Huh? Like, how does this work? It doesn't make any sense. So that's a that's a thing. Um, moving on to Alexa Bliss defending the WWE Raw Women's Championship against Sasha Banks because they're saving Nia Jax for Brooklyn. Okay. <laughs> Is Alexa just retaining? Uh, yeah, I mean... I just can't see Alexa losing the title right now. I, I just can't see it. It sounds bad we're not doing title changes, but it, I can't see title changes in this show right before SummerSlam. I just can't see it. Yeah. It's a I weird agree. situation here. Uh, my thing, by the way, I've been hearing rumors. Hearing rumors, and this also came free from Bailey on the Steve Austin show listened to earlier. That they want to do, it sounds like Alexa Naya at SummerSlam, and they want to do Sasha turning on Bailey and have that match at SummerSlam as well. Oh, okay. And do it in Brooklyn. And do it in Brooklyn. So I'm okay with that if it means Bailey and Sasha get to do their thing. You don't need a title on the line to have them have a great match. So I have no problem with it if you want to do it and have two separate Raw feuds going on. So I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, someone's got to explain yeah, something sense. over on the SmackDown side and explain to me what the fuck's going on over there right now because there's no number one contender for Naomi. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> but moving on, we have an interesting match that, I, that could go either way. I, I like this one. It is Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt found his way out of the desert and is going to show up. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to show up in Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing in the desert? Like, what the fuck is he doing there? <laughs> I just, I, I just loved that because you, you had stepped out of the house and yeah, I talk. had texted you that and you said, wait, what? And I literally, I literally cracked up because I heard you say that in my ear. <laughs> So to set this up, I had to bring Kyle to work, and because Dad wasn't feeling well, so I had to bring Kyle to work. And I asked Dad, "Just text me what's going on, because I'll be home within a half hour." And it's in the desert. What the fuck's going on? Like, I literally stopped short, but my phone is on the dashboard, and I'm literally looking at the phone. I look at the phone, and it says, I'm like, wait, what? Did I read that right? <laughs> wait, what did I say before that? Hold on, let me look it up. It was Hold absolutely on. hysterical. I'm just like, what? And then you sent me a picture, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? Uh, it was so <laughs> fucking random. It was so fucking random. We talk so much, it's hard to find things out here. It really is. We talk so fucking much. But that was so fucking random. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Bray Wyatt's walking through a desert for no real apparent reason to set up a match against Seth Rollins. How do you see this match finishing? Do you see um, Seth winning or not? I don't know. I'm actually torn on this one. Um, I can see Bray Wyatt taking a victory. And then continuing the feud. I don't see a problem with this feud. I actually like it because it's actually helping the Seth Rollins. This is the first time. I found it. I found what we were talking about. I found it. Um, oh, I got a picture. <laughs> it says here. Okay, this is exactly what the text says. And <laughs> we're talking about, um, you're talking about Joe and Brock, which we'll get to in a minute. And then you're talking about Neville. 
and then all of a sudden you're like, oh. And now, I'm, Jamie, I'm a Jamie Noble spotting. And, you know, and now, why is he walking through a desert? <laughs> <laughs> if I had me white, I'd show you. That's funny sentence is you. I just read that sentence to myself, and it sounds absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> he sent me a picture. <laughs> what the fuck? Made there's, there's the cactus right there, so, so there's your proof right there. What the fuck? I had to watch this back on YouTube. I had to watch this back on YouTube. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> it makes no sense. But anyway, continuing on what we're talking about, though, I can see Bray winning. I can also see Seth winning. I don't know what they have in mind for Seth after this. So if they're going to continue the feud, it makes sense for Bray to win, and we do another match at SummerSlam, give them both big entrance. But I, like I said, I like how this is helping Seth's face turn for the first time. Like, I don't think Triple H really helped Seth's face turn really well. Bray, on the other hand, is helping. He's actually making Seth the hero and making the crowd love him and having a good time with it and the crowd behind him, which is great. It's actually nice to see. He deserves this, so it's actually really cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> hang on a second. You know what? I, I was, this was not planned. But I have to do this. This is not planned. I have to get the audio up. Oh my god! Yeah! It's Braun Strowman! We have an ambulance match! It is Roman Reigns versus Yay. Braun Strowman! <laughs> Oh, that is one of my favorite audio clips in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> my favorite clips. Oh, is it really? <laughs> oh, Braun. So funny. Braun Strowman versus Roman Reigns one more time. Now, here's my thing with this match. Here's my problem with this match. I have an issue with this. Roman Reigns named himself number one contender at SummerSlam. Am I correct? Apparently. This match is not a number one contendership match. <laughs> this is just a match because Braun wanted to beat him up and put him in an ambulance. So, does that mean Roman wins because he's a number one contender? Or does that mean Braun wins because he's Braun Strowman? I don't know. That's, that's their problem with this. I mean, I was honestly, I was thinking that Roman was probably going to win just to continue the feud. But yeah, I mean... If Roman does get this title shot, then it's like you got to put the feud on hold. So I, I don't know. I don't know because if it's yeah, if Roman Reigns is, is the number one contender, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do here because the original plan for this pay per view was supposed to be Brock versus Braun. That was the original main event of this show until right. Braun got hurt and they weren't sure Braun was going to be able to make it back for this show. And now we think it's Roman Reigns in the ambulance match they wanted to do three months ago. So. <laughs> I guess Roman wins. I don't know either way. I'm confused on this one. I haven't seen an ambulance. We've only had, it's not like, what, the second ambulance match ever? So, <laughs> we've only done one, and that involves Shane McMahon and Kane. So, <laughs> which, by the way, that sentence sounds ridiculous, but if you have time out there, listeners, and you want to see a ridiculous match, watch Shane versus Kane on an ambulance. But I think it's Survivor Series 2003. It is a ridiculous match, but it's so much fucking fun. It's so much fun. It's such a fun match to watch again. Because Shane and Kane just had amazing chemistry. They had ridiculous chemistry. And then you also get to see Shane McMahon get his balls electrocuted. That happened in the video package. So, <laughs> that happened. 
How he has three kids after that, I will never know. Anyway, <laughs> moving on away from Shane McMahon's balls, since we're still, it, it, it's relevant because it's pay-per-view. Great balls of fire. Brock Lesnar taking on Samoa Joe for the WWE Universal Championship because that's the main event of the pay-per-view. Because why not? <laughs> because why not? Terrible pay-per-view day, but we have a fantastic main event. Yes. Sal, what do you think of this match, and how do you think this is going to go? Um, I think Samoa Joe will definitely give him a run for his money. Um, it won't be a complete blowout as other Brock Lesnar matches, but I do think Brock is going to retain. For me, I hope this is, this is a nice, long, old-school Brock wrestles match. <laughs> Because I'm, and I talked about this to you off air, I'm over the Brock Lesnar thing. I really am over it. I, I'm so sick of the Brock Lesnar formula suplex city match. I, I'm over it. I don't want to watch another one. And it was different at Mania because it was Goldberg. It was a different circumstance. You know what I mean? You had to get that belt off Goldberg and you had to do something. And that match was a lot better than it deserved to be. <laughs> but before that, every fucking match except for the match against Cena has been formulaic. And by Cena, I mean the first one, not the one at SummerSlam that was like 77 suplexes. I'm talking about the first one at Extreme Rules when he came back and the two of them had a fucking war. That's the one I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Other than that, and his few with Triple H, every other match has been Suplex City, Suplex City, and like to the point where I think it was at WrestleMania, the one, um, WrestleMania play, um, um, play button, the one in 30, oh, 30, no, 32, the one in Texas, the one in Texas, right. where mm-hmm. they had it was Dean Ambrose, Ambrose versus um, Brock, and it got so ridiculous that apparently the Titantrons above the stadium were doing a Suplex count. <laughs> That's a true story. I should picture this as Aftermania. That was actually a thing that happened. <laughs> okay. Because at the thing. I mean, why not? Our always does super kick counts during matches, so why not? You know? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? But um, and I hope this is a good match. I hope so. I think they both can put on it. I think I think Samoa Joe can bring the best out of Brock. Mm-hmm. Now I have now I have a I have a question now. Mm-hmm. The rumor for a while. Was that WrestleMania, we were going to have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. Now it looks like we're getting it at SummerSlam. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not going to do full SummerSlam prediction. We're going to have a big card to talk about that in August. But does this, with the ratings down, with everything going on, and now Cena's back. And I think that's why Cena's back so soon. It's because the ratings mm-hmm. have been down. And why have them on 4th July? But anyway, anyway, <laughs> the ratings have been down. As Brock as champion, champion's not on the fucking show. <laughs> was never on the show. I know you hate Roman Reigns, but do you think it's a good idea right now to do Brock and Roman at SummerSlam? Maybe put the belt back on Roman, and then you can actually have a title feud for the title and actually have the champion on the show. Less I. I. What do you think? I mean. The first time they did this whole Brock thing where he only shows up whenever the hell he feels like it, it worked. I'm not going to lie. It worked. It, did. it, it, it was did. new. It, it was it was interesting. It actually made you appreciate the title more because you didn't see it every fucking day. Right. Now, okay, it's 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 done. It's overplayed. It's been done. I, you know, whatever. I, I would like to see him a lot more. Um, I agree with you in the sense that I think the title needs to have more... TV time. 
Um, because again, it this has been done already. Um, but now the thing that pisses me off is is that this whole okay, so why does he get immunity from the ninety the, the thirty day roll? Um, so I feel like yes, I, I I think the whole Brock disappearing thing needs to end. Um, but maybe do it as you know, if you want to keep the belt on him and, and and sustain his dominance in WWE, you know, and lead to like a clash between him and Braun uh, eventually, you know, if if that were the case, you know, bring that rule back into effect. Force him to wrestle at every pay per view, and let him and Paul Heyman be pissed off about it, and and make that into a storyline. That's a good idea. That's actually a very good idea. I didn't even think about it that way. It's a weird situation. This whole Brock thing is weird. Because we literally haven't had a full-time champion since Kevin Owens. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird when you put it in that perspective. You know, it's been Mar- it was March. Kevin mm-hmm. Owens was the champion going into fast lane. That was in March. And so we haven't mm-hmm. had a full-time champion since March. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Raw. On Raw. I'm not counting SmackDown because SmackDown's in its own little weird situation with Jinder Mahal. And that's, that's a rant for another time. But <laughs> I'm on Raw right now because it's on pay-per-view. I don't know. I, I'm in a situation where I know the Roman Reigns haters, and I get it. But at the same time, Roman Roman beat Undertaker. So shouldn't Roman take that and win the title? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't necessarily mean you you should automatically be champion. That's like it saying... Worked for Brock. It worked for Brock. Well... Brock beat Taker, and he was champion six months later. Yeah, but then again, <laughs> they, they definitely they built Brock a lot differently than they built Roman. That's Agreed. Sure. Agreed. But still, Roman, but Brock Lesnar was champion at SummerSlam right after beating Taker at WrestleMania 30. Lasai. I'm just saying, this is the only team that's ever done it, so you gotta talk about it that way. And you know, it's in comparison, you know, it's the same exact situation. It's a weird mm-hmm. situation, but it's the exact same. I actually think you could save Brock and Braun for Mania. I think you could save that for Mania. I never thought I'd say that sentence. That we had Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman at WrestleMania. But you could save it and do it there. The crowd would love it. So for the title or no? Or no, no. Just do a non-title match. And you have a war. How about the qualification fucking war? And have Braun beat the <laughs> shit out of Brock Lesnar? That'd be fucking fantastic. Who are you telling me? I, I never thought I'd say the day where we're talking about Brock Lesnar and Braun Strowman in general. <laughs> but that'd be a fucking war. Do that at Mania. I will clap and rub my hands together for that one. If we're talking about that in March, I'm going to freak out because that would be great. <laughs> fantastic if we're talking about that in April or in the end of March when we do our Mania show. So that's Great Balls of Fire. We're done with the Great Balls of Fire jokes after I press this button. Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> we're done. That's it. That's it for Great Balls of Fire. We're done with this. I, I swear, I've been having a lot of fun with it, but we're good. Now it's time. Delete delete it from the, from the soundboard now. Never was, never will be You can take my best, it's yours It was never for me Alright, we're going to close this show out with um, Ocean Park Standoff Good News. Actually, I, Mandy loved this song. I actually didn't know this song and I heard it at church last week. <laughs> ah, this is the first time I'm here. Yeah, Mandy good. loves this song. And they sang it at church. I was like, this is a great song. So there you go. That's it for the show, Sal. Let's wrap this up. And this is a fun sentence for you to say. This is the first time you're going to say it. 
<laughs> uh, our show is a part of the Filling the Void podcasting network, available on iHeartRadio, Spreaker Radio, Apple, <laughs> so weird, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, and SoundCloud. The funny part about the Apple Podcasting is I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> it's weird for me to say, too. It, just, it doesn't roll off the tongue. Well, iTunes changed things, so we just have to go with the flow. I, I can't do much about it. <laughs> for more information on our show and the archive show on Saturdays and all the fun stuff that goes on over there, go to the theblakeandstyleshow.com on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and comment and leave a rating and review. <laughs> Oh, and we will read it on the show. Go ahead, Sal. Uh, I also want to say hello to new friends of the show, uh, the um, Big Brother Junkies over yes. at uh, Facebook, and also our um, our little friends at the uh, Club Kayfabe co- uh, Creative Community Group that good guys we have over going there. on as well. Good guys, they gave us a good plug after the iHeartRadio announcement. That was really cool. That was mm-hmm. really, really cool of them to do. So that was unexpected and really nice to do. Next week, Sal's off. I mentioned earlier in the show, Sal's off next week. And um, I've already recorded this show, so I'm taking the week off myself next week. I'm just not going to lie. The show's already in the bank. It's me and David in honor of the Mike and the Mad Dog 30 for 30, which comes on next week. We're going to be talking about our history with New York radio, talk radio, and it turns into our origin stories in the podcast world. It actually turned out to be an interesting conversation that went in a bunch of different directions people were not expecting. So it actually turned out to be a very good talk. In two weeks, me and Sal, hopefully, if we can get the schedules together, we'll be back to preview Battleground with the Punjabi Prison match. Yeah, that's happening. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, I'm Blake. I'm Sal. And you've been listening to the Blake and Sal Show. Have a good day, everyone. See ya. Great. Delete. 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 Delete.